Morning, everybody. And welcome to Crestview Baptist Church. Thanks for coming out to worship with us this morning. If you're a first-time visitor, there are visitor's cards in the pews in front of you. And some announcements are Saturday, May 7th, all you can eat breakfast at 7 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Sunday, May 22nd, is, gra is graduation recognition. Um, if you have seniors, let Chad know and get pictures of Chad. Uh, Saturday, May 21st, women's ladies, 11 a.m., $5 per person. See women in WMU for tickets. Thursday night workday at 6 p.m., Wednesday night Bible study, 6.30, adults in the sanctuary, 6.30 kids in the youth building. So I will be doing the uh, morning prayer today. Um, uh, please join me in prayer. Dear God, please take care of everyone who has been affected by the pandemic of COVID. Please be with the uh, prayer requests that our church has received and please help those requests that we do not know about. You know everybody else's hearts and needs. Please help us during the service today. Allow us to open our hearts and minds to hear what you have, what you would have us to hear. Thank you for your Son Jesus Christ, who died and rose again. All this, and we name His. All this, we ask in His name. Amen.
Could all the children come forward, please? Have any of you guys gone fishing before? Hey guys, I have a question. Do you guys like fishing? Fishing is fun and something I like to do in my free time, but it is something you have to prepare for, right? I'd take a tackle box and a fishing rod with me. But what about bait? Oh yeah, I can't fish without bait. Well, I have a question. Have y'all ever been fishing for men? No, how in the world would you do that? Well, it's not like regular fishing. Jesus talked all about it in Matthew 4.19. Then he said to them, follow me, and I will take and I will make you fishers of men. Right, and Jesus wants us all to be fishers of men. He wants us to go out into the world and share Jesus' love with everybody we come into contact with. Does that make us fishing rods? Sort of. What about our tackle box? God left us his word in the form of the Bible. And he wants us to open it up and find useful tools that are in it along the way. We still need some bait, right? Well, no bait is more attractive than the word of God. John 3.16 says, Then he said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Dear Jesus, I'm going to pray now. Dear Jesus, help us become fishers of people. Help us tell others what you have done for us and what you want to do for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Y'all, let's go fishing.
A crown of thorns placed on his head He knew that he would soon be dead He said, did you forget me, Father? Did you? They nailed him to a wooden cross Soon all the world would feel the loss Of Christ the King for his hallelujah 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 he hung his head and then lift his face up to the sky said I am coming home now father to you a reed which held his final sip was gently lifted to his lips he drank his last and gave his soul to glory Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. The soldier who had used his sword to pierce the body of our said truly this was Jesus Christ our Savior they looked with fear upon his sword then turned his face as Christ and Lord fell to Anointing, hallelujah. 
I would like to start out by thanking the kids and the youth for putting their time into this and also thanking all my wonderful uh, volunteers that I have come out on Wednesdays and Sundays to, to help us wrangle kids and uh, get these things together. Sandra did an amazing, job, an amazing job with the music. Wouldn't been able to do that without her because I am not musical. I am not a musical person. And um, Laura and... Uh, Laura Barcher and Laura Martin and Jackie and Linda and uh, am I missing anybody? Michaela and Morgan. Yeah, these guys come out and they give their time and I really greatly appreciate them and they are a big part of this children's ministry. Yeah, my big youth are doing a good job. Uh, Keep keeping everybody in line and uh, keep me in line usually. Um, I'm, I'm just glad to be up here today. I'm glad to be here and part of this. Um, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to ask that we stand as we dive into that tackle box that Henry and uh, Ryan were talking about, the Word of God. And we are going to read uh, Psalms 127. Verses 3 through 5, and it says, Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior, so are the children's of one's youth. Happy is a man who has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but shall speak with, the, with their enemies in the gate. Let's go to the Lord and bow in prayer. Lord, thank you so much for this day. Lord, I just thank you so much for all these young people who are involved and all the volunteers who come in to, to work and help with these kids. I would uh, like to thank you for your word. And as we dive into your word today and we look at the importance 
of children and young people in the church, Lord. Just uh, open our hearts, open our minds, and uh, I just thank you for all of this in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. You may be seated. All right, so, it says, ready the arrows. I like this. Oh, that's a good picture up there. I like this. Um, if I could change it, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I'm a bit of a kid myself. You guys know that? Have you guys figured that out yet? Um, I would have maybe suggested you put like a green arrow or a Hawkeye or something up there, but that's, that's pretty good. Um, I think that's how every Robin Hood movie starts right there. They're firing into the villages. But um, arrows are a weapon that has been, bow and arrows are a weapon that's been around for years. And God used arrows as a way to compare the importance of children. And so we're going to look into that today. And what we're going to look at is those verses tell us straight out that our children are like arrows. And so we're supposed to train them up to be ready to fire out into the world, to be sharp and share the gospel with everyone they come in contact with. Because if an arrow hits something, it's not a minor, it's not a minor inconvenience, right? It's going to it's going to put a damper in someone's day. And so if one of these kids go out and we fire them like arrows out into the world and they're sharing the gospel the way they're supposed to, it's just not going to be a little blip in their day. It's going to be a big part and be a big impact on their day of the people around them and how they affect them. So what we're going to look at first is how can we ready our arrows so we can fire them out into the world eventually. As parents, it's really not something we want to think about because we want our kids to stay little to an extent and then Laura and I have gotten to the point where we're like, we're about ready for them to graduate. So, you know, no, I'm just kidding. I love my little kids and I, would, I don't want to rush them getting older. Um, but it's uh, so like Preacher Artie, he has one. He's fixing to fire out into the world. And uh, we have another one, Malia, she's not here. We're going to recognize those in a couple of weeks. And we're ready to fire those arrows out into the world. And I've got some scriptures here and some ways that we can prepare them to fire them out into the world. And the first thing I want to do is I'm going to read Matthew chapter 19, verse 14. And I marked all my verses today, I did good. Uh, but Jesus said, Let the little children come to me, and do not forbid them, for of such is the kingdom of God. Jesus desires the children to be in his presence. And that's what we want to look at first. So it says, How, is we, how can we as parents ready our children to send them out into the world? And the first point I want to make is we have to be sure we have them in the church. We have to be sure that we have them as part of God's fellowship. Hebrews 10.25 talks about the importance of fellowship of church. Last week, Artie talked a little bit about um, the importance. He talked a lot a bit about the importance of being here in the church, right? And uh, 10.25 says, Not forsaking the assembly of ourselves to gather together, 
as in this manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. This verse just points out and shows us how important it is to have your kids in church. And not only, I'm going to stress, that is it important to have your kids here. Pulling up and dropping your kids off at the front door of the church and saying, I'll be back to pick you, in an hour and a, pick you up in an hour and a half is not the that, that is good. That's a, you won't, you get, you're getting your kids to church, I'll applaud that. But that's not as good as dropping your kids off and walking to Bible study yourself. Because your kids are going to look at you and they're going to say, well, they're not going to church. They're older. They're not going to church. Well, when I get older, I don't need to go to church. I just need it when I'm little. So it's so important not only to have your kids here, to be here with your kids and be that example for your kids and to show them the importance of fellowshipping. If they're not here, if our kids are not here, where are they going to be? We learn um, it's a big thing. And I fall, I fall, um, I'm in fault of this too at times. Um, because I'm struggling with something right now coming up next year um, with sports and things like that. Sports um, take, can, can come in and take up a big part of when a kid's at church. And I'm not saying don't let your kids say sports because sports are good. But still need, we still need to know and show the importance of church and that we need to be here. That sometimes you're going to miss, sometimes you're going to be doing things and you're not able to come. But if all possible, we need to be here. We need to be here and opening God's Word, fellowshipping with other believers, um, just praising Him through song and through worship. It's important that we're here. So that first one again is don't forsake the assembly of our gathering together. Do not forsake bringing your kids to church. Have your kids here. That's important. And I promise you, they're going to look back when they get older and they're going to remember your parents bringing them to church. I went to church. My first time in church was when I was uh, probably 14 days old. And I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> Some old lady was pinching my cheeks and... Uh, the preacher was rubbing my head, my bald head, and talking about how cute I was. And you know, the, the preacher still tells me I'm cute every Sunday when I walk in. I'm just kidding, aren't you? He's like, what? <laughs> but no, uh, it's important to have your kids here. I'm going to move on to the next one. Um, and I have read Scripture. Open your Bible. Be willing to go in, not just at church, Go t Take time to go in and dive into Scripture with your children. Um, I'll sit here and admit that I don't do this like I should. Um, but it's important that we do that. Um, 2 Timothy chapter 3. Got it marked. There it is. Verses 16 and 17 tells us that it says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, the reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Ryan and um, 
Henry, Ryan and Henry uh, talked about this in their children's sermon a while ago. They talked about how the Bible was like our tackle box. If you're going to go out into the world, if you're going to go out fishing, you don't go out fishing with nothing. You take your tackle box with you. Because if you go out fishing with nothing and you don't take any extra hooks, any extra sinkers and floats, especially if you go fishing where I'm fishing, and if you fish like I do, in about 10 minutes, your line's going to be broke and you're going to have to walk back to the house, right? So when you go out into the world, take the tackle box with you that God has given us. Take the toolbox that God has given us. If we're not reading Scripture and we're not in Scripture and we don't know Scripture, then in, by in no means are we going to be, be prepared to share the gospel in an effective way. Um, we have to take it beyond learning John 3.16. I think we all learn John 3.16 as we're growing up. And technology today uh, kind of spoils us a little bit because if I'm looking for a Bible verse on a certain subject instead of going through the index and looking through words, I can just come out and say verses on uh, whatever I'm wanting to look at. And, the, and my internet will give me hundreds or thousands of verses that go to that subject. But it's important that we know Scripture because it's God's Word for us. He gave it to us through different, author, through different authors written over 66 different chapters and He gave it to us to use in our life and to show you that Scripture is God-breathed and it, and it can affect us in different situations. I promise you that you can take Scripture and one verse might apply to multiple situations in your life. So be sure that we're doing that. We're reading Scripture and we're spending time with our kids in the Word of God. The third thing I have on my list as parents we can do is pray with them. And I don't just mean at prayer right before you eat and say, uh, say a little prayer for your food. or Spend time, take time to pray with your kids. Um... Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 says this, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. That's not just for kids, that's for everybody. God wants to hear from us. How many people in here have somebody that they call at least once a week? Could be your mom, your sister, I mean I, I mean, I call somebody at least once a week, right? Sometimes once a day. And I encourage these kids, and I know it might sound over, oversimplified, um, but I encourage, I encourage these guys to talk to God. And I say, listen, if you don't know what you're saying, it's, it can get stressful, right, Jack, when you're up praying in front of people, right? But it can, get, it can get stressful when you're praying in front of people. But listen, when you're at home and you're praying and you're talking to God in your own time, you're just talking to God like he's, he's your best friend. You talk to Him. You tell Him what's on your heart. I've laid there in the bed at night, God, and I've said, God, I just don't understand. I don't, you know, just help me figure this out. I don't know why this is going on in my life. Be in prayer to God constantly. And if we're teaching our kids to do this, as they get older... Instead of turning to friends who may give them bad advice. Instead of turning to the solutions of the world. 
when they're faced with problems and they're faced with difficulties, instead of turning to those solutions of the world, they turn to the solutions of God through His Word. And that readies them to fire out into the world. So that was how, what parents can do to prepare the, our children to be heirs. Now, I'm going to look at a couple things that the church can do to prepare our children to launch them out into the world. The first thing as a church, and you know, I, here, I'm, we're lucky. I tell these guys every week how lucky and blessed they are because I've been places where this, isn't, where this doesn't happen. But it says, welcome children and families in your church with open arms. You guys are so awesome. And if kids are coming in, listen, I've seen babies come in, and Larry's got them carrying around the sanctuary in, ten, in less than 10 minutes. He's got them showing everybody. Might as well be his grandkids, right, Larry? Welcome these kids in with open arms. I, it just makes my heart smile when these kids come in, and instead of... Uh, worrying about noises they're making and things like that. We're, we're just so thankful and glad that we're here. So welcome families in with open arms. And another thing we can do as a church is be willing to mentor families. Um, I know some, sometimes I, uh, we think when we're young in our marriage, we think, how in the world are we going to last this long? And we look at some of these guys in here, some of these couples in here. Who's been married the longest? Anybody? Let's see. How long have you guys been married? 67 years? 67 years. I just pray every day that Laura can put up with me that long. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot. And so if you've, if, you know, be willing to mentor young families that come into your church. You know, because... Marriage is not always a, a cakewalk or a walk in the park. I saw some looks out there like, ooh, tell me about it. I was like, <laughs> it's not. You're going to have your ups and downs. And these, these young families could use the knowledge and the wisdom of someone that's been married for years. Because the sad thing is about families, and this is kind of go, go off on a tangent is, a lot, it's, it's becoming the norm in America for families to not be together. Um, we, um, I've heard kids say, I want two Christmases. Yeah, wouldn't it be cool to have two Christmases? I've heard kids say that. And I've heard kids come to my kids and Jonathan come home and be confused because his, their parents weren't together. God designed families to be forever. He designed these families to stay together forever. Yes, things happen sometimes that can't be controlled. But help mentor these young families. Give, give them the wisdom they need to go through difficult situations and, and pro problem times in their marriage instead of giving up on it. So that's the second thing we can do is be willing to be mentors to our families. And the third, the third thing that we can do. And this is beyond welcoming the families in. This is build relationships and love the children of the church. And you guys are so awesome and amazing for that. We, uh, so many people have, have go out of their way to and have built relationships with some of these kids and some of these young youth. And I'm so grateful for that. 
So I'm not in no way calling you out. I am praising you by the highest bar. You guys do an awesome job at that. So these are three things the parents can do and three things the church can do. As I get ready to close us today, I want to challenge you to do this. If you see a young person walk into the church, maybe you see them every week, maybe you see them, maybe you've never seen them before, I want to challenge you to let them know that they are appreciated. I don't know, and, and if one of them is disrespectful to any of you, let me know, because I teach them. They know they should be respectful to their, to, to their adults. They, they're supposed to appreciate you as well. Um, so just think about our lives and think about our children as we continue to ready those arrows to be shot out into the world. If anybody has any decisions they want to make this morning in front of the church, if anybody is looking for a church home, if anybody is uh, you know, curious about how you, how you get that relationship with Jesus Christ, I'm going to be down front. I would love to hear with you. I would love to pray with you. Let us stand as we sing our hymn of invitation, number 344, Jesus Loves Me. Thank you so much for coming out to worship with us today. Uh, I would, if you don't mind, I would like for you to give the kids a hand again. I appreciate their hard work. And a hand to the people who, uh, who have volunteered. Sorry. Uh, so don't forget about our services on Wednesday night. Uh, Bible study here at 6.30, youth and children out in the building at 6.30. Um, if you, if I, I think I know everybody that's graduating, if you know somebody that's graduating uh, and they need to be recognized, let me know so I can uh, finish getting everything together. Uh, that's in two weeks or three weeks? Three weeks. That's in three weeks. So uh, let me know this week if you can so I can uh, get that together. Um, usually our deacon of the week closes us in prayer, but since it's Youth Sunday, I thought it fit to have one of them do it. Yes. Oh, yeah, don't forget. It's Mother's Day next week. If you forget and you come in here limping Sunday, I'll know you forgot. So um, don't forget Sunday is Mother's Day. We appreciate all the mothers.
Hey, let that start today. Appreciate those mothers all week and every day is that, for that fact. But um, I've asked Jonathan if he's going to come up here and he's going to close us in prayer today. And I hope you guys have an awesome week. Everybody bow their heads. Dear God, thank you for everything. Thank you for this amazing service. Thank you for the kids that did the service today. Thank you for the people that helped. Just answer all the prayer requests. Amen.